Peace be to you, dear brothers and sisters. Let's continue on in our series, God's Vessel. Today, let's look at our scripture that's found in Daniel chapter 4. And our topic is Leave the Street Tree Stomp. A humbling realization. Chapter 4 and chapter 5 are related. They are contrasting chapters. Chapter 4 talks about the humbling of King Nebuchadnezzar. While chapter 5 talks about the arrogance of King Belshazzar. Chapter 4 talks about the king being blessed and chapter 5 talks about the king being cursed or the demise of the king. I personally believe that King Nebuchadnezzar was truly blessed. Because in chapter 2, God started to work in the heart of this king. Remember that chapter 2 talks about the dream of this big statue. After uh, Daniel interpreted the dream, the king publicly said, The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings, a revealer of mysteries, for you are able to reveal this mystery. I believe that during that time he has yet to uh, truly believe God is the true God. But he publicly confessed some, something and accepted something. He said that uh, Daniel, your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings. How about chapter 3? Talks about this golden image and the fiery furnace. The king wanted everybody in this kingdom to worship that golden image. But uh, Daniel's three friends refused. Therefore, their punishment was being thrown into the fiery furnace. But King Nebuchadnezzar witnessed something that was very special. He said that there were four people inside the fiery furnace. They were walking around inside the furnace. And the fourth figure looked like the Son of God. So he uh, publicly confessed another thing. He said, Praise be to their God. Then he decreed that no one may blaspheme their God. Naturally, during that time, he has yet to accept, fully accept God as his God. But he went on a step more by starting to revere God. And he had prohibited anyone from blaspheming the name of God. Let's go to chapter 4. This is the dream of the, this big tree. There are 37 verses inside this chapter. This word, I, in the Chinese uh, translation of the Bible, appeared 43 times. 
This was a personal testimony of King Nebuchadnezzar. And he witnessed this by narrating the whole thing in the first person. He talks about God's work in his own life. Look at chapter 4, verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heavens because everything he does is right and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. Not only does he talk about the work of God, now he truly worships God. There are many Christians in this world. They don't even dare to pray publicly, even even before a meal. Then some of them would truly even neglect coming to worship services. And compared to these kind of Christians, isn't it that King Nebuchadnezzar has a better testimony? Probably you'll say to me, you'd say, Pastor, you don't know how bad and how cruel King Nebuchadnezzar truly was. And he had slain so many people in, uh, in history. How can that person be saved? Yes. And I, I truly accept what you're saying that King Nebuchadnezzar, when looked through history, was not a good person. But when you're looking this from the angle of faith, there's nobody who's too wicked or too evil that God cannot save that person. No matter how bad or how wicked that person's history may be. The blood that was uh, shed in the, on the cross is able to cleanse all sins. Of course, there's nobody who's good enough here that they don't need the salvation of God. All of us need the gospel. And all of us need to be saved. Because all of us are sinners. So please remember this. No one is too wicked to be saved by God. No one is too good that God does not need to save him. In this uh, chapter 4, there are 37 verses. This is the personal testimony of the king. This can be looked at as a sandwich uh, chapter. The first three verses it looked like the first slice of bread. Talks about the king's praise for God. Well, verses 34 to 37 is the second slice of bread. Again, it talks about the king's praise for God. What about in between? There are three slices of ham. 
内容啊。These are the contents. 头头一个哈摩是四高第十八节。The first ham can be found in chapter、uh, verses four to eighteen. 这是这个梦嘅内容。This is the content of the dream. 第二哈摩是十九高二十七节。While the second slice of ham can be found in、uh, verses nineteen to twenty-seven. 这是梦嘅解释。It's the interpretation of the dream. 二十八高三十三节。While twenty-eight to thirty-three. It's the last slice of ham. 这是梦嘅应验。It's a fulfillment of the dream. 嗱，我大声解释中间这个哈摩嘅意思。Let's first discuss about the first slice of ham. 第一个解释这个头头两个面包哈。Before we go on to the first, ah,、uh, the the first slice of bread. 好啦，头先你讲头头头一片哈嘛。Let's look at the first slice of ham. 就是四高的就不扎。That that can be found in verses four to eighteen. 这是这个梦的内容。This talks about the dream. 嗱，呢度有十个章嘅圣经。There are fifteen verses in this, ah,、uh, in this passage. 我我冇时间够你详细去读咯。So I have I have no time to go through all the fifteen verses with you. 我我用我嘅会解释我呢啲啊。So I'll paraphrase it with my own words. 我呢会借你咯。即系我，我追到自己 dream。One time, one night, the the king had a dream。佢黐又黐，黐溜又喎，佢仍然记得自己 dream。When he woke up, he remembered his dream。佢随叫巴比伦囊中嘅术数咯，叫花术嚟冷嚟。And he called all the wise men, all the、uh, sorcerers and magicians of of、uh, Babylon to come。但是冇只冷凳解释，就有自己。But nobody could give an interpretation for that dream. Just like during the time when he had dream of this big statue. Remember chapter two. The king even forgot his own dream. So all these wise men couldn't give him an interpretation. Now the king gave him gave these people what he dreamt of. But he has no interpretation. Yet they have they have no interpretation. It shows the limitation of human intelligence. So the king called Daniel. 呢、这个呢、这个第一咧讲长计字。So he said to Daniel， 如果我我我自己专门嗰度嘅枝枝长枝问大多长嘅树啊。In my dream I saw this huge、uh, tree。哇！呢长树就千针问大多，高得咩高铁钉咯。It is so big and it's so tall that it almost reaches the heaven。所以千行千行，即系对佢个数字都跨到呢长嘅树。So you can see this tree from very far off, from far away place。呢长树又有个千针问大，最千针问大衰啊。And the foliage of the tree is very beautiful and it's really huge and expansive。And there were a lot of fruits in it. So you get to eat all kinds of fruits. And it, the, the, the fruits that can be found in the tree can satisfy all the, the hunger needs of the people. 陈队囊中嘅野兽囊中就几只嘅草叶间休息。And all the the beasts of the fields came under the tree to to find shade there and to find rest。连天顶嘅鸟我都飞嚟休息喺张嘅草叶顶面。And all even the birds of the the, the heavens came down on the tree and rested there。但好人间。But suddenly， 我就叫做小望者对天顶降临。There was this、uh, Watchman, watchman that came from heaven。多谢讲一句话。And he said out in a loud voice。将一张照站落来。Cut down or chop down this tree. 将这个呢叶囊中摇落去。And shake off all the leaves. 将囊中果子囊中添杀。And throw away all the fruits. 将囊中嘅走兽囊中挂走。And scatter all the beasts. 将囊中嘅 bird 囊中嘅鸟囊中挂出去。And scatter all the birds. 但是，佢讲即系树嘅根不流落嚟，用铁管用藤管拔起嚟。That let the trees, ah,、uh, the stump of the tree remain and let be it be bound with iron and bronze. 
So that it will live and reside there with all the beasts. That it'll, it'll eat the grass like the beasts. And I will grant it the, be- uh, the heart of a beast. For seven years. And the watchman finally declared. Let, let's look at verse 17. The decision is announced by messengers. The Holy One declares the verdict so that the living may, uh, may know that the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms of, on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes and set over them the lowest and lowliest of people. This is a very important verse. It tells us the purpose of that dream. It's to, to uh, reveal the king Nebuchadnezzar who is the true ruler of the whole world. Who is the true king of this world. This is the first slice of ham. Let's look at the second slice that can be found in verses 19 to 27. This is the interpretation of the dream. These uh, nine verses talks about how Daniel uh, explained the dream to King Nebuchadnezzar. We can divide this into two parts. The first is the, the first part talks about the, uh, the Daniel's interpretation of the dream, and second is his proposal or suggestion to the king. Let's look first at the uh, interpretation of the dream by Daniel. After Daniel heard the content of the dream, Daniel was uh, was uh, shaken. You know that Daniel's EQ is very high. So he he immediately responded to the king by saying, Look at verse 19. My Lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. Because what Daniel was about to, to say to the king was not good news. He was saying to the king, implying to the king, these are not my own words. These are not the things I want to say to you. So please don't be angry with me. So he explained and interpreted the dream. He said, Your Majesty, King, you are that tree. Look at verse 22. Your Majesty, you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky, and your dominion extends to the distant parts of the earth. He was saying, Your Majesty, the Lord God has already given you the whole world. But God's judgment is about to come upon you. That's why God is, will, uh, will chop down this tree. But he, he will uh, keep 
and and uh, retain the tree stump. After seven years, only will the king, uh, will God return the kingdom to you? Look at uh, verses 24 and 25. This is the interpretation of the dream, Your Majesty, and this is the decree of the most uh, of the Most High. That, uh, that the Most High has issued against my, uh, the Lord, my Lord the King. You'll be driven away from people and will live like uh, with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox and be drenched with the dew of the heaven. Seven times will pass by you, by, for you. Until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms of, uh, on earth and gives them to anyone He wishes. So, so these are the things that Daniel wanted to, the king to know about the dream. But the Lord God re, uh, retained the tree stump. Because one day, after seven years, the, the kingdom will be returned to you. Because God only has this very important purpose. He wanted the kingdom of Kadesar to know that it is God who is sovereign over all the earth. That he has the power to give the kingdom to whomever he wishes. After uh, interpreting the dream, that's why the, uh, Daniel gave the king, gave this king an advice. Look at verse 27. Therefore, your majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be then, uh, it may be that then your prosperity will continue. Not only did uh, Daniel interpret the dream to the king, and he gave this very wise advice to the king. He wanted the king to repent. And he wanted the king to live righteously. And to be kind and to be compassionate to those who are oppressed. And to renounce his sins. So that, that his prosperity and peace will continue. So this is truly helpful to the king. Look at, uh, can you remember the story of uh, Genesis? When Joseph uh, interpreted the dream to, to Pharaoh, he also gave Pharaoh an advice. He said, in the seven years of abundance, store as much as you can. Because during the seven years of famine, we will have nothing to eat. Not only did he gave an interpretation, but he also gave an, an advice, a suggestion. Daniel sang, sang, sang. The same way Daniel did to King Nebuchadnezzar. Not only did he uh, explain the dream, but he also gave advice on the king how to face 
the interpretation of that dream. 我相信咱对这个这个 Jonah 的故事也是真扎实。I'm sure that we are familiar with the story of Jonah. 上帝叫 Jonah 去尼尼微宣布这个新报的信息。God wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh to to give this、uh, message of repentance. 因为这个是的真扎败坏，真扎邪恶。Because that that city was very wicked. 所以几十日。So after forty days, the city will be destroyed. Ah, show me God. But the unthinkable happened. When Jonah heard this message, after Jonah preached his message, he said, "Nineveh, and everybody in in Nineveh, from the highest of the、uh, official of the land to the lowest person in the land, repented." But the Lord and the Lord、uh, forgave them. After forty days, they were not destroyed. Because the Lord extended their time. It was only after one hundred years that they continue on in their sins. After one hundred years, this Nineveh completely destroyed. And it was after one hundred years that God destroyed Nineveh. So may the Lord help us. We need to repent. While God is granting us this opportunity and time to repent, let us repent. This is second slice of ham. How about the third slice of ham? Can be found in verses twenty-eight to thirty-three. This is the fulfillment of the dream. Look at verses twenty-nine and thirty. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said. Is not this the great Babylon I have built as a royal, as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? It、uh, the the fulfillment of the dream had、uh, was ful- the the fulfillment of the dream happened twelve months later. The Lord gave King Nebuchadnezzar one year to repent. But sad to say, he did not grab hold of that opportunity to repent. Just like King David, you know when David committed adultery. At the very least, God gave、uh, David, King David, two years to repent. How do you know? Because when God punished、uh, David and Bathsheba by by killing、uh, their son, the, the child was no longer a baby. It's a child. It's,、uh, he was already a child. So it was at least two years later. David remained as a king. He led the people to worship God. But nobody knew the extent of his sin. He did not repent. After two years, so after two years, the time of God's judgment came. The prophet Nathan came before him, and King David was exposed. The same way. After one years, 
a one-year king Nebuchadnezzar did not grab hold of that opportunity to repent after one year after one year his time of judgment came so it's so similar to our situation Sometimes when we listen to messages, or even during our small group, or in, in other gatherings, probably God will use a message, a sermon, or somebody else uh, among our circle to remind us. Reminding us to repent. During, during that time, we might be moved a little. But sad to say, we don't follow through and, and act on it. So when the time comes, God's judgment will come upon us. One year before, God already gave his warning to King Nebuchadnezzar by, by giving him the dream of this uh, big tree. So after 12 months, one day, as he was walking by the roof of his royal palace, he made the statement, was this, Is this not the great Babylon that I have built with my own might and power? That it reveals my glory. Let me explain to you uh, briefly the city of Babylon. The city of Babylon was among the seven wonders of the ancient world. According to, according to history, there are three there were three big trees there in the city. Rather, there there were three walls, and each wall were two to two to three meters. You know how big that is. You can imagine two 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 person lying on the floor by two to eight person. About it's a lane that can accommodate six cars. That's how thick the walls were. And every 44 meters, there was a tower. And in the city, on the walls surrounding the city of Babylon, there were 300 towers. So it was really a protected city. And the whole city was surrounded by a river. So when the enemies come, when they open the, the gates, floodgates uh, for the waters, it can sweep away all the enemies. And there was the hung, hanging garden there in the city. This was the, created and designed by the queen of King Nebuchadnezzar. Because the queen was homesick and she kept remembering and looking back to her own home. That's why the king designed this uh, hanging garden for the queen to appreciate. Can you just imagine? 
建筑物是真真唔容易嘅代志。Thousands of years ago to have this kind of architecture. 难怪巴比伦王讲这句话。No wonder the king, the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar said. 这个多巴比伦是我带领带领所建造嘅。This city was built by my might and power. 我显出我荣耀出来。It's for others to see my glory. 伊咁样家己真伟大。Because he he looked at himself as somebody who's really great. 伊未记得。He forgot. 这里整上了这个多丘的门甲，伊显明个意思。That God revealed to him the the dream, uh, the, the the interpretation of the dream that he had of this giant tree. <laughs> that can be found in chapter seven, uh, chapter four, verse seventeen. So that living may know that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives. Uh, gives them to anyone he wishes and sets over them the lowliest of people. It is not how good we are. Because everything is in God's hand. May the Lord help us. We cannot be proud before the Lord. We cannot rob God of His glory. Because the end result will be very, very frightening. In the New Testament. Something similar happened. King Herod. King Herod. He gave a speech before the people. And everybody praised him. They, the people uh, praised him by saying, That's not the voice of man, that's the voice of God. You're so good. And how did the Bible uh, record it? King Herod didn't give the, the glory to God. That's why the angel of the Lord punished him. That he was eaten by worm and he died. That's King Herod. How about King Nebuchadnezzar? Look at chapter 4, verses 31 to 32.. Even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives to them to anyone He wishes. And and kingdom again as a suddenly went insane. We don't know what kind of sickness he he got. He got. He suddenly became like a wild animal. This is an artist deception. Uh, the depiction of King Nebuchadnezzar. He became like like a beast. For seven years, he was locked in his own insanity. And the, the, the dream of the giant tree 
tree um, was fulfilled 100%. This is the content of the three slices of ham, the dream, interpretation, and fulfillment. Let's now look back at the two slices of bread. And these two slices of bread can be said to be the priests of King Nebuchadnezzar to God. This is after seven years. Suddenly he was healed of his insanity. Everything back to normal. It's like, it's like everybody, everything went back to normal. So he started praising God. But this kind of praise was a bit different. This, uh, the, from verses 1 to 3, it was the praise that was before uh, giving his testimony. Well, verses 34 to 37 was after he gave his testimony. Let's look at the first three verses. Uh, how he praised God before his testimony. The first three verses. Kingdom Nebuchadnezzar to the nation of people of every language who live in all the earth, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. How great are His signs, how mighty His wonders. His kingdom is an eternal kingdom. His dominion endures for, from generation to generation. He said, it is my pleasure to declare to you God's miraculous work and wonders in my life. He wanted to witness how good and how great God is. He said, God's kingdom and dominion endures from generation to generation. Dear church, we are God's uh, witnesses. Just like Kingdom of Kandasar, we are likewise the same. We need to proclaim God's work and mighty work in our life. When we talk about the Great Commission, we only remember Ma- Ma- Matthew uh, chapter 28. Of course, of course, this was where the Great Commission was recorded. But this is only the half of, of the Great Commission. Where is the second half of the Great Commission? Can, it can be found in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. That you will receive power with when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is half, the second half of the Great Commission. Be my witnesses. It's very clear in English, we have to be God's witnesses. That God's mighty work and, and His great works in our life can be, can be proclaimed to other people. But uh, Peter also taught us the same. 
First Peter chapter two verse nine. 你讲唯独呢是受警讯嘅族类，是乎冠军嘅战士，是先见嘅角度，是属上帝嘅子民，将呢太阳即系何地呢出黑暗入奇妙更明者嘅美德。But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar, and I, and we, all of us, are the same. We are God's witnesses. We need to declare to to all the people God's wonderful works in our life. This was the the praise that King Nebuchadnezzar gave before his testimony. And that last one. This last slice of bread. Can be found in verses 34 to 37. This was after he gave his testimony. He praised God once more. This four verses. He declared his knowledge of God. There are two th- two things that he knew about God. God is a God who alone does wonders miracles. Look at verses thirty-four to thirty-five. At the end of the time of that time, I Nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes towards heaven, and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified Him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. 佢讲：，先照所有嘅百姓，两属父母，天顶嘅万军及先照嘅百姓，落于中间，上有两棚架子，只有架台子，无人能阻挡伊嘅手。阿就讲，你创什么台子 ？All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, "What have you done?" 你只话足，只讲七年以后嘅台子。So after seven years. After seven years, this guy again regained his He became normal. He became sane again after seven years. He was during that past seven years. He was not like he was like not man or not even a beast. After seven years. So after seven years, everything went back to normal for him. So he publicly praised God. He said, "God will do things as He pleases." Nobody can hold back His hand or can, can restrain Him from doing whatever He pleases. And nobody can dare to question Him. What have you done? And I remember something that's recorded in the Bible. In Psalm uh, 137, verse 4. God is a God who, who does wondrous, wondrous things. And he said, God alone is the one who does wondrous things. Dear church, if you truly know God, let me ask you this simple question. You have been a Christian for all these times, all these years. 
How do you know your God? What kind of God do you know? From the time that I know God until the present, especially, especially this past 34 years when I've been serving here in the Philippines, I I look at my God and I know as the God as who created something from nothing. 34 years ago, I came by myself to the Philippines. I was a fresh graduate. I had nothing and I came by myself to the Philippines. 34 years later, God created something from nothing. In the past, I had nothing. Right now, I lack nothing. Your church, let me ask you, in your life, what kind of God do you recognize or do you realize that you have in your life? Second, Kim Nebuchadnezzar praised God as a God of righteousness and, and a just God. Look at verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven because everything He does is right and all His ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he's able to humble. He has been in, insane for the past seven years. But there is that he declared that God did nothing wrong. So he knew that he was wrong. It was because of his pride. It was because of his attitude of, of arrogance and his pride that that's why God had to humble him. This was not something that's easy. If it were not for a life transformation, he wouldn't be able to declare this. You know, as a small child, when they start to learn how to talk, they would often say some, one, this one thing. Unfair. 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 They always complain of things being unfair. But we are also like that. Maybe in our work, in our family, or even in church, when we are displeased with what is happening, we often would like to say, unfair. Unfair. May the Lord help us. Those who have been disciplined by God, they would know that God is true, God is faithful, and nothing and everything that God is, has done is right and just, and there is nothing unfair there. David, after being disciplined by God, he said, look at Psalm 130 verses 3 to 4. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can with reverence serve you. So, Lord, if you kept the record of sins, 
who could stand? Who dare to say to you unfair? God is a just and fair God. May the Lord help us. Let's not ask for fairness, but let's ask for God's mercy. King Nebuchadnezzar, after being disciplined by God, he, he came to the Acknowledge God as the sole God of heavens. He's the true God and he's full of justice and full of righteousness. It was then that he was truly awakened. Let me ask you, are we awakened? May the Lord help us. Let's pray. Quinquadotte 谦卑军家己来到主的头前请求你的同在你的怜悯给你的祝福继续祝福军我们的教会我们的姊妹常常来到主的头前省察军家己做一个上帝所看戏的基督徒有我们团长主的我们的生命中间一切作为感谢上